Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, I'm about to let that run for a minute because the show is on fire <laughs> for the people listeners. You're here. You're at UWC Radio. Don't forget that's United Wrestling Council Radio here on Sundays. Now, don't forget, I got two shows. My other one had to move to Friday. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to do my Friday show because I had so much going on with work and all that. But I promised I'd load that one up. But we're here on Sunday. And I had to put the siren on because it, it it's a trip because Kevin Kleinrock, who has helped me so much. I've had, I've had a lot of people help me throughout the years, but Kevin Kleinrock knows what he's talking about. And he's like, Hey man, you need to get yourself a, a female co-host because people get tired of listening to, to men talk all the time. And, you know, they like to hear the woman's point of view, blah, 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 or whatever. So of course I had Nicolette Marie with me for a while and it did spike the ratings big time. And unfortunately she had to move on to some different things or whatever. So last Sunday, if you remember, was all ladies' night. We had Missy from uh, Fight to Win, which is the number one grappling tournament of the in the world right now because they're the only ones that are really running and doing stuff. And some of these jiu-jitsu guys are getting paid big time if you go and compete over here. So we had her on. Then we had Pauline Peter Macias, who um, was fighting in LFA, and then she moved over to the UFC um, and uh, really doing well. Great fighter, big things in store for her. And, of course, Julie Daniels, who had a huge fight with her uh, back in the day of when I was working for King of the Cage. And the ratings just I – mean, you want to talk about a spike? I mean, um, I sent the picture over to Manny. I think it was almost a – I'm going to say almost a 60% spike in the ratings and the downloads and stuff like that. So it, it is true, and, and it was great, man. It's just, it was just great to see that when we checked it out, when I sent it over to Manny this morning. So – Great, man. We're going to have to do it again. I mean, we've been working on trying to get a female goals, but they're so into men. Candy Girl. Well, we had Viva Van on, um, and that was a huge spike in the ratings. And I mean, it just it just keeps going. Lucy Love, who I was trying to get her, but she just had a child. And, you know, she those first years are so important. So it, it is true. I mean, they're just in so much demand. They got so much going on. It's hard, you know, to get them to commit to, even if it's only an hour for the week. So we're still steadily working on that, but it was just amazing to see that, that big spike that was, which was great. So moving on, you know, for you people have no idea how much, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, emails and, and messages and stuff like that with uh, Gino told you. So, because uh, he's just so outspoken and he and he's out there and a lot of people hate him and but a lot of people like him but the, the point is is he's always out there and he's always uh, working to get himself out there and like we said before there's no bad publicity it's always good that that because somebody's talking about you even when I was working for Tap Out and I was working for Charles Lewis he said hey man if somebody doesn't have a little bit of haterism in their game 
or whatever that you, you're not doing something right. And that's what he's doing right. You either want to pay to see him get killed, somebody, you know, really knock him out or take care of him, or he, he you know, he does something dirty to where you want to come back and see the next person take him out or whatever. So props to him. So with all that, everybody keeps saying, hey, man, is that heat real between him and, and Ruben? Because he should just talk bad about him. And Ruben does says he wants, you know, to 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 get him in there, wants to get him one-on-one or whatever. So he's going to come on today. He's going to come up uh, at about the 15-minute mark. So we'll talk to him about that. I, there's a whole bunch of stuff I want to talk to. Hopefully he can talk for a little while because I want to talk to him about that and some other things because you know, he actually um, worked out there for WWE, did a couple of matches with Julio Rodriguez, and uh, Gino did the same thing too. So it, it's good to get those guys on to get their um, feelings on that. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, some other things like that. But before we get into that, I just got finished watching the the CMLL on um, LA TV, and it was pretty good because the uh, the um, <clears throat> the uh, I'm sorry, I got the other stuff going on in here, so uh, completely lost my. Job. First of all, they're in here making chocolate bombs, so you know you. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but you put the cocoa ball in there, and then you pour the hot milk on, and it explodes, and it turns into chocolate or whatever. So, and it's not doing it, so everybody's waiting for it. But anyways, uh, Euphoria, uh, every year CMLL uh, has takes the guys out to Japan for New Japan, and they have the big, uh, you know, U.S. Uh, the Japan versus Mexico wrestling out there. And Euphoria went out there, and Soberano Jr. and Mystico, and a whole bunch of Ruby Gardenia, a whole bunch of different wrestlers went out there. So they did a two-week, I think it was either a two or three-week tour out there and hit all the little uh, towns out there and did really well. But they asked Euphoria, Soberano Jr., Mystico, and Ruby Gardenia to stay for an extra two weeks. That's that's how how over they were out there. So when, when I was watching them, I was saying, man, when you we talk a lot about how everybody wants to get to WWE and that's that's the top of the food chain or whatever. So everybody wants to get there. But to me, when you can go to New Japan on on a on a two week or three week uh, tour, and they ask you, can you stay an extra week or two weeks? To me, that's top of the food chain. I mean, because that's 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 saying something. That's really you know getting it out there and with your your talent or whatever speaks for itself for you to stay out there. So I think Euphoria is probably one of the most underrated wrestlers that's going right now. And I don't know for the people. I don't know if they've seen Ruby Gardenia, who's an exotico, and man. You want to talk about putting on a show, you know, that and just that and, and Ruby Arlenia hasn't been around for very long. So it was it was pretty cool to see them. I was just watching that and it reminded me of that. And you know, we talk about when you want to get somewhere. Well, I'm gonna to talk to Ruben a little bit about that too. I want I'm gonna get his thoughts on this because I get a lot of um I get a lot of slack for lack of a better term, because everybody talks about how great Eddie Guerrero was and everything, which I agree, but it to me I, it's just hard for me for somebody who has that much talent and everything to, to throw it away on drugs or, or to, you know, when you got a family and all that, because I do, I have a, I, you should see where I work. It's just nonstop. And, and you got to keep going, man. When you got a family, you got something or whatever, you know, you can't let that stuff get to you. You got to keep pushing on. And so Ruben as a, as a Christian brother, I want to get his thoughts on that and see what he says. I get it. You know, I get it, man. He was a great wrestler, probably one of the, easily the greatest of all time performer wise you know so many people pattern themselves after and the same thing with china we'll talk to him about that man she could have went one of two ways she could have either said hey man this this happened to me all right no big deal i'm gonna keep moving on 
granted, there was a lot less places for her to go, but she could have went to Japan or wherever and really just said, hey, even though you set me back, I'm going to show you or whatever. But she went the exact opposite way with the drugs and all that stuff. So it's just, you know, it's hard for me to feel bad for somebody like that when there's when they're where everybody is striving to get where they want to be, and regardless of what we say. And we talked about that uh, on my last show. I talk a lot about WWE, and I say, hey, you know, I I, I hate what they do to the to the the luchadores and and how they they killed Nakamura and and stuff like that. But if they, it's, you know, if they called me tomorrow and said, look, man, we we need a manager to manage. Uh, you know, Grand Metalik, and then, you know, who am I kidding, man? I'll be the first one on the plane going up there saying, yeah, let's do it. So, but that's it. That's a place where everybody wants to go. And when you're there, I don't see how you can't be professional, man, and and take advantage of it. And, you know, everybody talks a lot about John Cena, but look at him, man. The dude did it right. Yeah, a lot of people hate him, but you know why they hate him? is because they want to be him. You know, he got there. He's always in shape. He parlayed it into making movies and, you know, and all that. So, you, you know, how can you be mad at the dude? He took full advantage. Same thing with The Rock. You know, he kept he kept going, man. He, he didn't – that didn't start off as a star. And both of them, man, they had to work their way up. And look at him now. They just kept pushing and kept striving. So that that's what I'm talking about. It's hard for me – to feel bad for somebody who's there and just kind of kind of throws it away. And believe me, I get a lot of slack on that stuff. So, anyways, I just had to put that out there. But got Ruben coming up. He's also in that show in Arizona is is, is huge. You know, we had Gino on here. We had uh, I talked to uh, Joe Graves, who's on that show. So there's a lot of people that are going to be on that show, and Ruben is one of them. So if you want to check it out, it's IZW Monster. It's Saturday, February 27th. It's at the Sun Studio of Arizona in Tempe, Arizona. Uh, VIP entrance is at 6, general admission at 7.30. It's going to be huge. Um, if you want to check it out, you can go to IZWWrestling.com. Again, that's IZWWrestling.com. Make sure you check it out. Huge, huge show out there. And got a lot of people that we've had on this show that are booked on there. So you want to make sure and check it out. I think it's starting to open up a little bit. And a lot of people are going to want to start getting out there and see some wrestling, man. And that's why they're low up. Same thing. We're, we're shooting for now for April 11th <clears throat> for the show at Paul's Photos. Um, we're, we're putting everything together, making sure we get everything set in stone before we uh, go to see Mark, who's the owner of Paul's Photos, to make sure that we have everything set to go and lock that thing um, for April 11th. So it's tentative right now, but it, it, it's Everything should be a go. They're starting to open up a little more. It's going to be outside. We're going to adhere to all the rules. So, and Ruben's booked on that show too. So I want to talk to him a little bit about that. But he's like, man, put that show over there. Put Gino against Ruben Iglesias at your show, your show on April 11th. But right now, you know, this is the first show that we're working on. It's been booked prior, you know, and we, we already committed a lot of people. So we can't take somebody out to put somebody in, but it will happen. It will happen eventually. So you can look forward to that. So we'll talk to him a little bit about that shows coming up and I want to get his thoughts on a few things. Hopefully he can stay with us for a little while so we can talk about that. So let's take a quick break. I'll come back. We'll get to Ruben Iglesias. Hold on. We'll be right back after this UWC radio, everybody make sure you check it out.
that's what I'm talking about. For the people listeners, you're here. You're at UWC Radio. Don't forget, you can check us out on Sundays now from 7 to 8.30. And, of course, for the people who are always listening to us and the good fans, you got to check out Paul's Photo. Far and away, Paul's Photo is the best store for all your camera needs. Located in the city of Torrance, they have the best prices and professional advice from beginner to pro. Still photos or video, Paul's Photo will take care of all your photo and video needs. Located at 23845 Hawthorne Boulevard in the city of Torrance. You can call Mark at 310-375-7014. And you can always go to paulsphoto.com. Paul's Photo, ready, willing, and able to help with all your camera needs. Like I said, we're working steadily with him to get that show going. And one of the VIP guests that's going to get there is also one of our great sponsors, Yards After Contact. Got to check out Yards After Contact. Printing service, apparel, and, of course, custom cornhole boards. Check them out at yardsaftercontact.com. Or you can check out their Facebook page, which has great pictures of some of their work. You can especially check out the custom UWC shirts modeled by our own Manny Pinson. That's Yards After Contact. Get your custom gear today. Yeah, got to check out those custom cornhole boards because they are slamming. So real quick, let me just make sure I got that down there. You know, I sent Ruben a text that we're going to call him. But as we were going through our commercials and our sponsors, I forgot to put his number in here. So let me just put that in real quick. I'm sorry about that live radio. Hopefully he picks up. We're ready to go. So let's give him a call and hopefully he'll pick up. If not, we'll move on, which killed me last time because Gino didn't pick up and we had to move it on, move it on out. If not, I'll give out the call-in number. We can have some people call in. Let us know. Or if he doesn't pick up, i got to send him the call-in number. Hello? Hey, Ruben, it's Faviano. You're live on UWC Radio. Can you hear me, my friend? Yeah, I can hear you. What's going on, Fabi? Ah, it's good. Good to hear from you. Real quick for the people <laughs> listeners, you're here. You're at UWC Radio. Don't forget that's the United Wrestling Council Radio. You can check us out. We moved over to Sundays from 7 to 8.30. And on the line with me right now, somebody I've been wanting to get on because I've been wanting to get his thoughts on quite a few things for, for quite some time, Ruben Iglesias. Ruben, how are you, my friend? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you doing? How's everything in the wonderful world of uh independent wrestling during the COVID where there's no shows right now. It sucks. <laughs> no, no other way to put it. You know, a lot of guys are losing out on money and, yeah. you know, we get our hopes up thinking we're going to do a show soon and the show gets postponed or canceled. Yeah. It usually gets canceled. I mean, they say postponed, but like, they don't give us any other dates when, you know, when it yeah, goes down. You- which has happened to us here at UWC. We have a show that we that we've had ready to go for quite some time, but you know we've had to move it back. We've had to move some people around. But right now, tentatively, it's booked for April 11th, and it should be good to go. But we don't want to start, you know, saying it's set in stone and have to cancel it or whatever. So we haven't been able to say that. You're going to run you know, a show on WrestleMania Sunday. <laughs> you know, everybody's everybody's saying it's like, oh, you're not going to be able. But you know, when when you can secure the venue, you got to do what you got to do, man. So you got to kind of cater more towards towards the lucha crowd and say, hey, let's bring some lucha guys yeah. and mix them so we can get that crowd too. But it's funny because I was I was getting ready for the show and I was checking out your Facebook and we we're talking about training and all that during the COVID. You know, 
my gym that I go to personally never opened up. I mean, it we were wearing masks and gloves for like two weeks into the COVID, and then they just shut it down completely. So I had stuff here that I worked out with at home. But when I went to go, especially Walmart, because Walmart has the cheapest prices on plates and stuff like that, right. it was just completely wiped out. I mean, all so speaking of that, I've been going to Walmart like almost every weekend at seven o'clock in the morning. There's three that are nearby me to try to get what I can. And it it just the week before last, which was the Saturday before last, I finally got like I went to one in Torrance and I found four um ten pound plates and six two and a half pound plates and finally completed my dumbbells, you know, that go up from like thirty to sixty-five pounds. But it took almost a right. full year of going every almost every weekend to, to find them. So it's it's yep. just it's amazing how and I think what I think personally is a lot of people aren't gonna go back to the gym. They're gonna say, Yeah, but I already made my own gym. I'm probably exactly. not gonna go back. And save money. Yeah, I mean I mean they're investing the money in the home gym. They might as well save that thirty to forty bucks a month, whatever they're paying, you know? Exactly. But but the thing is is you know, I've been lifting weights and, and, and working on, on, you know, just physique-wise and strength and stuff like that, but I've been walking, and um, I have a treadmill at home, but I usually walk, like, on my lunch my lunch hour at work, you know, to try to get in shape, but I'm up there, you, and you can vouch for this, Ruben, there's a big difference between being in shape and being in wrestling shape, because I wrestled in Laguna Hills, um, yep. probably, it was, like, about six weeks ago, and I was blown up. We we were working some spots and doing, and I mean, I got out of that ring. I thought I was gonna freaking die. I mean, I'm gonna be honest because I had took some time off in between. So you you, what about yourself? I mean, you know, there's you really have to be wrestling and keep keep moving and your timing and all that. So have you been? I we we went to go visit you one day. And we, you just got back from a run. So tell us a little bit about that about keeping yourself in shape and getting ready for for these shows because I think it's about to start opening up pretty soon. Yeah, um, well, luckily I've been doing jiu-jitsu, too, on the weekend, so that that's uh-huh. keeping me in great shape. So a lot of mat, mat rolling and, 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 you know, just a lot of explosiveness explosiveness there. Yeah. Um, besides that, just a lot of cardio, just a lot of, you know, run, running stairs and just a lot of, you know, biometrics, just whatever you can to just keep ready. It's not even the cardio I'm worried about when I return to the ring. It, it, it's the body aches and being sore because, you know, my, my body hasn't taken a bump in so long. Yeah, yeah, and that too. I forgot all about that. You, when you've been, <laughs> you know, because they say a lot about the guys in WD because they work a lot. Like, they'll they'll work, you know, three, four days a week, especially when, before the COVID. They were doing a lot of house shows and stuff, and they're like, well, how is that possible? You know, they're they're not human. But I think your body adapts you know, it kind of gets used to the punishment. And I think it's worse when you take some time off and come back because you've got to kind of like start mm-hmm. all over again. Because I had to go to work the next day and I was like, oh, my God, I can't remember what it's like, like your, the back of your neck and stuff like that. It's just so yep. sore, you know, or whatever. I mean, I've so, taken a few weeks off from like injuries and stuff. And even yeah. that's been rough. You know, you take two months, two to three months off. But a lot of guys are going on a full year. You know? Yeah. And I think that's why people get so mad when they say, oh, that fake wrestling or whatever. It's like, man, till you've done it, and you know from personal experience, you can't say anything about it because it, you, it right. is real. You get sore. You know, you, 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 if you don't know what you're doing, you're going to get injured. So, you know, that's why right. it makes me so mad when people say, oh, that fake wrestling or whatever. But anyways, real quick for the people listening, you're here at UWC Radio, and we're talking to Ruben Iglesias. You know, uh, I didn't know that you were booked on this show in Arizona, uh, the IZW show. And they yeah. 
got, got to get out of state now. That, that's the only place that's yeah. running. Anywhere in Nevada, Arizona, Texas, Colorado, they're all running right now. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's because I've had a few people on there. I had Joe Graves on the show and stuff like that. And Greg DeMarco, who I work with uh, at Lucha Central, you know, he's involved in that show. Mm. So uh, yep. it's good that we got him out there. So anyways, you know, th- this is this is what's been going on. And we're going to put a lid on this real quick because it's just been going on for so long. But once I, you know, I try to get who I'm going to have on my show uh, announced as soon as possible. But, you know, with this COVID, both uh, Nicolette and I work in the, in the medical field and it's just been so busy. So I barely got to right. put it out today. Then I get all these messages. Oh, you're going to have Gino on. That's the big, there's so much heat between those guys. Is it real? Is I think they're full of BS, blah, blah, blah. But then Gino, well, you got to give Ruben a chance to talk because you've been letting Gino talk. And but So first of all, they, they gave me a rash of, you know what, for him being the, the 2020 um, guest of the, of the year. But the reason he was is because when he came on the show and he was so uh, brash and outspoken and all that, we got the most feedback because people were like, it was 50-50. A million people want to see him get killed. They're like, man, we hope this guy gets right. stomped in the ground. He's brash. And then there's a few that say, well, let's see if he can back it up. He talks a lot. Let's see. Or whatever. So that's why when we he got the most feedback just from being out there so much. So then uh, Manny said, well, let's get Ruben on so we can get, because I want to make that match. But what I'm trying to tell people is I can't, the show that we have on April 11th is set. I can't take somebody out to put him in because what we have going right now so far which we did because uh, it was going to be Ruben and um, Julio in the main event against against high risk, but those guys had to drop out. So I <laughs> we started talking and they said, well, what you? I said, well, you know what? I think if we put Ruben and Sean Black against Vito and Mikey O'Shea, that's going to be you know four big hard hitting dudes that are going to really you know give us that old school style, kind of like you know. Uh, uh, Bruder, Bruiser Brody, Stan Hansen, that type of, you know, uh, Steve Gordy, you know, uh, Steve Williams, uh, Terry Gordy, just boom, it's just going to be, you know, big dudes just, just doing some damage. And he was like, yeah, that, that, so we, we had that set. So I don't want to take anybody out to bring him in. You know what I mean? So that's right. what we got so real quick. So we could, so we could wrap it up. We want to bring that here. Okay. And we were hoping we can get that match first before somebody else books it. So, for the people listening to us on UWC Radio, you know, th- this is it, right? I mean, you want that match, and you, you know, you told me, hey, you book it, I'll be there, and he said the same thing. So hopefully after this match, we can we can go ahead and do it. Now, do you think that'll be an end to it, or do you think maybe he's going to, like, Floyd Mayweather, you just try to keep away from you or whatever, and we'll have to book it in a cage so that he can't run or whatever? Give me your thoughts on that. Ch- chances are, to be honest, he'll no-show the event. He, he did that. We were booked uh, back in December. Yeah, we were booked in a triple threat with uh, Uber Stud. And, you know, like the day before they, the flyer came out, he announced he wasn't going to show up. I guess he sold the card. He he wimped out. You know, he, he knows he's not a tough guy. He's all talk. Yeah. He has no yeah. fighting background. You know, he, he, he hasn't been in a real fight in his life. I think he beat up some crackhead recently and he bragged about it. I'm like, dude, you beat, you beat up a crackhead at 7-Eleven. Like, that's really nothing to brag about, you know? Brag about beating up some dude at a bar who hit on your chick and was six foot four, close to 300 pounds. That's something to brag, you know? But he, he's all talk, and, and he won't show up. I, I, don't, I wouldn't even get excited for the match. I mean, I'll promote it, obviously, and I'll do my part, and I'll cut a promo on him, but 
He won't show. He's no well, show Chino I, is, is what I've been calling him. <laughs> well, if I book that match and, I, and he doesn't show, I will drive to Arizona and go get him and bring him over here. Oh, he's in New Mexico. He, he's he's further out. He's in New Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Middle of nowhere where he knows no one's going to go out there to find him. So. <laughs> I'll have to stick. That's a serious drive or, or a lot of money to get a flyer or whatever. But but that's what I'm saying. If we book it, you know, he he better show up. But, you know, um, that's that's what we're looking, you know, forward to. Let, let's get that thing that, hey, that's only one way to settle it, you know, in, in the ring. I've had heat with people before, and I'm like, hey, let's just settle it in the ring. You know, you got to put your money where your mouth is. And, and it's true, like you say, if you don't show up, then it's just automatically going to say, that's it, man. Dude was all talk, and it's not going to happen. So, we definitely look forward to that. Now, give me your thoughts on that match. You know, we, we decided we want to put Ruben and, and Sean Black versus Vito and Mikey. Well, give me What do you think about that? You know, I mean, all three guys are great. I've worked with all of them. You know, Mikey and I have a long history going back to Mach 1. Wrestled yeah. with the guy, tagged with the guy. I know him really well. I know him and Sean were tag team for a while, so they know each other really well. You know, Sean and I never wrestled one-on-one, but we've been in a lot of tags together. Right. Um, Vito has had one match, the, the famous match with Vito, where he powerbombed me out of the ring um, by accident. We went to buckle bombing, he threw me, he overthrew me that night, <laughs> went out of the ring, and, and almost died. Uh, legit, <laughs> almost almost died. So um, that was that was maybe like four years ago, and I know he he's he's uh, been training harder. He looks in better shape. So yeah, you know yeah. He, he's been booked pretty much everywhere for the past you know year and a half to two years. So he it's a different Vito now. You know, yeah. so I'll, I'll look forward to stepping in the ring with him, you know, once again, <clears throat> which I was booked against him a couple months ago. And the show got canceled, so yeah. <laughs> that didn't well, happen. I was, I was looking forward to stepping in the ring with Vito again and, re- and redeeming that match. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and this <laughs> that, be, that, that pretty much got cut short. <laughs> yeah, this will be a good chance for you to do that. Well, I, I was smart. I wrestled against him in a three-way with Manny Mars, and I let Manny – get in there and, and wear him down a little bit and, and take take some of his wind down before I got in there. And then it was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, hey, man, just keep going, keep going, keep going. So so it, it turned it out pre- pretty good. But, you know, it, this is going to bring me to this point real quick because I got I to gotta take a, a quick break. But, um, you know, we, we, we talk because I'm, I'm older and, and been in the business for a long time. And, and we, we talk a lot on this show about being ready and, and getting different looks and, and uh, training with different people, you know, and, and doing different shows, Lucha, Strong Style, you know, or whatever, where you have to be ready. So it was probably it was it was we were looking at at least about a year and a half ago. Um, I got booked for, for Lucha Pro and uh, a lot of people didn't show up. So it turned out it was going to be myself versus Robbie Phoenix and Phoenix Star from Phoenix Star and Zokri from from Los Luchas in a three-way. Right. And I went, wait a minute, <laughs> you know, I'm 53 years old. <laughs> you know, wait a minute. I, and and, and uh, to his credit, you know, the promoter was like, hey, man, I got faith in you. You guys can work it out. You know, you're working, all three of you professional. And, and, and for the first time in 20-plus years, I was nervous. I was like, wait a minute, these are young guys. And, so we talked about it and said, look, man, this is what we're going to do. We're going to put this show on. We're going to do – and working with these guys that were so professional, it turned out to be one of the one of the best matches I ever had. The way we worked it out, you know, and, and the way everything came about and stuff, it really – you know, we talk about dance partners and stuff like that. So it really worked out well. And by the end of the match, I was like, thank God these guys – were professionals and and knew what to do and we could I mean everything was there you know yeah. I, I based here and it, I just everything was there and it clicked and I was like so happy so what turned into me being 
nervous for the first time in many years turned out to be, you know, bliss at the end of the match. So real quick, can you expand right. on that? I mean, you you got to tell these people how important it is to, to, to work with different people and be professional and, and know how to work with certain wrestlers, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. And I think that's the one thing I, I feel like every training school should should teach. You know, I mean, when training with the Ballard, they prepared us to always be ready and always be prepared because, you know, matches yeah. could change last minute and, you know, you could, you know, things things could go, you know, south in an instant. You know, somebody gets injured. You go, from a, you go from a tag to a handicap match in the first minute, but yeah. all of a sudden you're not going to get your rest. You got to, you know your part you know triple threats turn into singles all of a sudden it, it's just you always got to be ready that's why it's important to train and a lot of guys don't like to continue training you know because it's like well i already know how to bump i know how to do this like yeah but you need to be prepared for every situation and that's yeah, when training you, comes in your hand yeah and you of all people should know especially when you go to the uh, wwe and you're backstage and they come back and go uh, hey bro i think you'd be good against these two guys and you you have like 10 minutes to prepare right Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and 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 on two occasions they they cut our matches even short. It's like, oh, you guys got exactly. five minutes. Oh, you guys got three now. It's like, okay, well, yeah. we'll figure so it out there. <laughs> yeah. And if, so if you don't know what you're doing, they're gonna say, hey man, get your bag, and get out of here, or whatever. So you you and see that's a good example of just that right there of how you have to be prepared and you have to you know know what you're doing and stuff like that because if Ruben goes out there and hurts one of their main wrestlers because he doesn't know what they're doing, he's gonna be in trouble. So it just oh, goes yeah. to show. My yeah. done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll get that name or blackballed or whatever, and then you know it, it's yeah. going to be bad. But it, it, it's good though. It, it just goes to show that you you need to keep working and you know uh, work on everything. Strong style luchas, you know, hold to hold everything. It does make a big difference. But real quick, Ruben, yeah. I got to take a quick break. Can you hang for just a few minutes? There's like two or three things I want to run by you real quick, just to get your thoughts yeah. on, and then we'll let you get out of here. Can you hang for one minute? Yeah, that's fine. All right, we'll be right back after this. Hang on, everybody. We'll be right back with Ruben. that siren on because it's on fire but for the people listeners you're here you're at uwc radio don't forget you can check us out on sunday nights now and we're talking to ruben iglesias getting some of his thoughts on you know different things of working with different people and making sure you're ready and training during this covid and everything but one thing i wanted to talk to you about real quick ruben is you know um <clears throat> 
it's kind of hard to put this in words or whatever, you know, and I, I really don't like to talk about my, my personal life that much or whatever, especially, you know, on the, on the air, but where I work at, and this is one of the good things that's happened during COVID um, it, it, for lack of a better term, it's people who have uh, a very blatant disrespect, you know, and, and I work with, you know, some high ranking, you know, people in the medical field or whatever that really, really treat me bad. And I was going to take a turn for the worst, you know? So I started talking to my pastor who happened to be in Albuquerque, by the way, and nothing to do with him, but he does live in Albuquerque. And then Jason Green, who who is a pastor out here in Compton uh, area and right. stuff and, and works a lot. And we talk a lot, man. And it really has helped me a lot, you know, to, to really not go that way. And it's, it's good they, the way they tell you to turn the other cheek, but here's, here's right. one thing that I get, I catch a lot of heat for. And I, it's just the way I feel. Everybody has different feelings, but this is just me. And I want to get your thoughts on this. I get a lot of slack. I get a lot of people telling me, hey, how can you say that, bro, and all that? But, you know, I think Eddie Guerrero is one of the one of the greatest wrestlers ever. I mean, the dude had it all. He can move. He could do luchas. He was in shape, man. Right. He was right. an innovator. He he kept the people entertained. You know, it was just, just amazing. But to me... When you're there, when you're at the top, bro, you're where everybody wants to be. And to throw it away on drugs, I, I, I can't feel sorry for somebody. You know, it's the same thing with China. Who, you know, I used to train with the, uh, with uh, Tanya Moore, who was a good friend of hers. You know, and and she said the same thing. You know, when all this happened, she said she's going to go either one of two directions. She's either going to say, "Hey, man, I'm not going to let these people." get to me, I'm going to be even better. And I'm going to go to, she, you know, granted she had a lot less ways to go because there's so many companies now. I'm going to go to Japan and, and show these people, Hey, I don't need you or whatever, but she took right. the turn for the worst, you know? So this is the point I'm trying to get. Hey man, regardless of what I say, cause I give WWE a hard time. I don't, I think that they treat the luchadores, you know, not like they should be treated or whatever, but if they call me tomorrow and say, Hey, look, bro, we're looking for a manager and we're going to pay you X amount of dollars. I'll be the first one on the plane because that's what everybody, everybody wants to, that's why everybody's in line, you know, and they give John Cena heat, but Hey man, that dude did it right. You know, he always stayed in shape. He was always professional and they hate him because they want to be him, you know? So give me your thoughts on that. I just, I just feel that if you, if you're in a place in WWE and you're on top that's where everybody wants to be. That's what everybody's striving for. And to throw it away on drugs or, or you know, say, well, I can't take it anymore and become an alcoholic and, you know, the tra- to me, it just seems like you're kind of giving up, you know? So you as a Christian brother, you know, give me your thoughts on it. Don't you think, hey, man, I understand people have problems, but you got you to gotta say, hey, look, man, I'm, people are watching me and I'm at the top, so I got to keep striving. I can't let these little things bother me and keep moving forward. And would you agree or you think I'm, I'm a little too hard on them? Uh, I think I think you could be a little hard on them. I mean, mm-hmm. addiction is, is is one of you know this is something everyone struggles with. You know, right. and, and obviously some people struggle with drug addiction, alcohol addiction. But I've had a close friend who, who struggled with a gambling addiction. He had yeah. a good nine to five job providing for his family, and he lost everything because of gambling. <sighs> you know, so I mean, it doesn't matter if you're you know top pro wrestling star or working construction you know, nine to five, addiction could take over your life if you're not careful, if you're not recognizing, hey, I'm addicted to this. Right. You know, and it's one of those things where if, if you see yourself, you have a problem, you need to tell someone and have that accountability partner. 
you know, whether right. a pastor, a best friend, a brother, a sister, because you need to have that accountability partner to kind of help you stay in check. You yeah. Know? And I know in, in WWE, yeah. they, they do that with guys. You know, if they notice, hey, this person's, you know, a little out of hand, you know, his pose is getting worse, it's sending a rehab, and they pay for the rehab, and that's great. You know, I respect them for doing that. Right. It, it's just one of those where it, you, you just got to be mindful. You got to be careful because addiction could come at any time. You know, yeah. it's, it's not something that you just, you know, it's, you know, some people say I, I struggled with this my whole life. Some people it just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, like, hey, I yeah. tried this drug and now I can't stop. And I'm, you know, in my 30s yeah. and, and it's, I'm hooked now, you know? Yeah. So, and, I, and it's, you, again, it's just something that could happen to anyone at any time and, and no matter what profession you're in. Yeah. But especially somebody like you who works with a lot of the youth and stuff like that. I mean, if they, if they're, you know, they're like, hey, man, Ruben's, Ruben's a cool dude, man. He's, he's a wrestler. You know, he, he's doing really well. But then all of a sudden, he's addicted to drugs and he takes it. They're going to be like, hey, man, what happened? You know, what had they, and they're going to be kind of lost. So you got, you personally, you got to kind of, kind of keep it together, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, anyone that's, that's in a spotlight, like, you know, celebrities, Right, you know, counselors, pastors, you're held more accountable not only in people's eyes but in God's eyes yeah. as well. You know, yeah. And 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 I and then to me, I mean, I think that's the ultimate judgment. I don't care if my friends are judging me, if you're judging me. I think the one that I'm worried about is when God judges me when my time comes. And right. Hey, you were leading the youth, but yet you were addicted to this, or you were doing this behind the scenes. You know, and, and he knows everything. There's nothing I could I could hide things from you and from Facebook. You know? Yeah, yeah, and it makes sense. Well, I have Pastor Chuck and Pastor Green on speed dial, so I'm 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 just glad I have somebody to go to because it gets really bad. And, they, and they're like, look, and, and what they preach a lot, which is good, which is which is good that we talk about this. Is hey man, <laughs> once you get over that ego, when somebody says, ah, Fabiano had a horrible match and he looked terrible and you're like, Hey, no big deal, man. I mean, that's their opinion. I'm going to move on. He goes, that's, that's 90% of it. It's like, Hey man, it really doesn't matter what he thinks. I'm just going to keep moving forward or whatever. And it, it, it's really helped me a lot. So it, it's helped me with that. But then, and, and real quick, I, it might be me. I don't know if I'm just, it's just me. And I hate to see maybe because I work so hard for my money, but you know, I, I, I'm, I'm torn in in two ways, okay? Because I see people like um, I'm gonna give you an example. Um, Lindsay Dorado and Grand Metalik, they went to NXT, and I thought, oh, dude, perfect fit for them. Now they're gonna shine, and they went over on the Brits for the uh, at the Dusty Road thing, and I said, oh, right, now they're finally gonna do. It's so great. Thank God. They go back to Raw the next week, and they get buried. By by uh, mm-hmm. Shelton Benjamin and, and and I'm like, wait a minute, they and what are they doing? So there's no way that they could could have won that tournament because they just got killed on Monday Night Raw. So when they yeah. went to NXT, they lost to uh, the the legado de de El Hijo Fantasma, those two guys that come out with with him. And I thought, well, I knew that was coming. You can't, they just got buried on. So I'm like, okay, try to calm down. You know, don't <laughs> it's happening again. All right. But, in, in your opinion, do you think that they don't have somebody who really knows what what to you know what to do with these guys because they start doing really well and then they bury them? So I'm thinking maybe somebody, it, it, for lack of a better person or whatever, but you know it's somebody who comes to mind is somebody like Conan who knows if I put this luchador against this guy, it's it's gonna make music or whatever. Do they need somebody yeah. like that, or yeah. do you think they just don't know? 
I think they just don't know. And I, and I think, you know, they just rely too much on their older stars, guys that were there 10, 15 years ago. You know, look at Goldberg mm-hmm. being in the main event. You know, it's like I think they're afraid <laughs> of building stars, but I also think a lot of these new stars don't know how to adapt to just this new generation too. You yeah. know, it's different. You know, yeah. like it's just wrestling's different. It's a, it's evolving, and for whatever reason, that that big star just hasn't really shined. I mean, they got their yeah. main eventers like Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns, but yeah. you know, there's a lot of talents there that that should be up at their level. You know, should yeah. be main eventers, and for whatever reason, are being held down. And it's yeah, it's discouraging too, because you see, you guys yeah. are so talented, and you yeah. think, what if NXT were to you know call one of our names? Like, what are they gonna do with us? You know, on the main roster. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but it just seems like when they when they go back to NXT, it's like man, look at Finn Balor. He went back, and and yeah. everybody's talking about seeing him and Pete Dunne go at it. See, I'm thinking, yeah, now you're talking, bro. I'm gonna watch that. I mm-hmm. would like to to see how that works out. Um, guys like Apollo Cruz. You know, uh, uh, he wrestled John Moxley before John Moxley left, and it was just so you could see in Moxley's face like, oh my God, where did this guy come from? And he knew he was going right. over, so he just kind of let him. You know, he's like, wow. And then at the end, he was like, wow. Like you could see in his face, like this, this guy's amazing, you know, or whatever. And, and I'll tell you this, I'll leave you with this. This is why I have so much respect for Christopher Daniels. We were working a show in WPW's wrestling, Mike Modest, and I, I hate to pull the curtain back too much you know but i mean what can you do and uh chris daniels went out as a as a heel no as a face and and mike modest as, as a heel and they went at it but for some reason the crowd turned you know and they hated chris and and they were booing mm-hmm. him and, they, and in the middle of the match he changed it he said hey bro i'm gonna put you over man these people hate me and and i i was young i was maybe four or five years into the business and i was like man i can't believe he did that but he saw what was happening and he did it, you know, and I asked him, he goes, dude, the people hate that. You know, I'm, I want to send everybody home happy. So I, that's why I've had so yeah. much respect for somebody like Chris Daniels, you know, who, who does. Oh, and that's probably why they're, they're so successful today. Right. Cause they, they, they see it and they, they change it. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, similar situation happened to me and Peter Avalon years ago at mm-hmm. Mach one, we did a show out in Rialto and, and we were, you know, we ran the weekly Anaheim shows and we're in Rialto doing a one-time show there yeah, you know, it was me and Peter, and obviously Peter's a you know great heel. Came out, did his heel shtick, but for whatever reason, the crowd loved it and were cheering him. And when I went in mm-hmm. there and I tried to get my shine in, like people were booing me. So yeah. I, you know, we we both knew at that like well, I don't even think we co- we told each other. I think we both kind of gave each other that look, like all right, we got to switch things up. Like yeah. you're going over, and 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 now you know I'm gonna beat you down, and you're gonna come with a baby face comeback at the end and and, and pull a win over me. You know? Yeah. Sometimes and, I mean, you got to you got to do what you got you got to adapt, you know. Yeah, and send everybody home happy because you want those people to come back. That's why they talk so much about you know doing what's best for business. I think that's kind of lost. Now I hate to sound like that yeah. grizzled old veteran, but it's kind of lost. You know, you know people are so worried about they want to they want to be put over and they want to do that 450 to the outside and all that. They kind of lose yep. track of like, well, look, man, I want these people to come back and this is what's going to bring them back you know, or whatever. So right. it, it, it's, see, that's why I like to have Ruben on because he knows what I'm talking about. We've been around for <laughs> a long cool time and you come in, yeah, but, but you know what I mean? You, you, that's why it's important. It, it, that's why it kind of sucks that, you know, we have this COVID and you can't really, you know, everything's on TV. You can't really do a live uh, audience because you feed off of that and things happen, things change oh, yeah. and reactions yep. and stuff. So 
hopefully it's going to be back soon and we'll be able to to really get back into whatever but for the people this summer <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I think it's going to be pretty soon. I mean, I mean, I really do. They, they've been trying to get everybody vaccinated. They've been slowly doing some stuff outside. So I'm just hoping we're going to kind of gradually get there and, and do it soon because we need it, man. I mean, the, you know, a lot of guys yeah. are hurting and, and people want to see that wrestling and want to go home happy, you know, so that's what we definitely yeah. look forward to. But for the people listeners, if you want to check out Ruben, he's, he's going to be at the show in Arizona. It's IZW. It's called Monster. It's at the Sun Studios of Arizona in Tempe, Arizona. It's going to be Saturday, February 27th. VIP doors open at 6, general admission at 7.30. If you want to check it out, get some more information, you go to IZWWrestling.com. They just put up on the website, I think that it's sold out. So I don't know if, it, if there's, yeah. you know, they could work yeah. something out or, or maybe you can watch it virtually or whatever. But, I mean, that's huge. For that show to be sold out, that means people want to come and see a yeah. show, man. They're, they're itching to get in there. So if you want to check out, out the, before the event. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, wow, that's amazing. But it just goes to show. People want to, want to see that wrestling, man. They want to see it live. So yeah. hopefully we'll, we'll have to have Ruben on after that so he can tell us how that show went because I think it's going to be, oh, yeah. it's gonna be <laughs> really good. So we definitely want to check that out. And, of course, the show we have over here in Torrance is tentatively set for April 11th. It's going to be uh, Ruben Iglesias and Sean Black versus Vito Fratelli and Mikey O'Shea. That's going to be part of the I mean, it's going to, when we talked about it, we thought, yeah, man, because we're trying to do a little bit of everything. We're trying to, you know, get some luchas in there, some some strong style, you know, and, you know, some lucha uh, uh, on the top of the card and stuff. So we're really trying to mix it up. We think that right there is going to be some good hard-hitting wrestling. So, Ruben, a million thank yous for coming on, man. It's always great to get you on so I can pick your brain on a few things. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, and I know you keep it 100, so. It's good to have you on. So for the people listening, if you just put Ruben Iglesias in your little search engine and Facebook, you can follow him on there. It keeps everybody up to date about what's going on there. Any other social media you got there, Ruben? Uh, Ruben Iglesias on Twitter, um, YouTube. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Twitter. And, oh, and YouTube. So if they put Ruben Iglesias, um, they can watch your YouTube yep. stuff. Okay, yep. perfect. All right, man. Hey, I appreciate it, man. I can't wait till you start running your appreciate shows again you. because, honestly, I didn't work that show. Uh, Nicolette did. And I went to go have a cheeseburger, and that was one of the best cheeseburgers I've ever had in my life, man. I mean, I'm seeing, I've been everywhere. Yeah, we got, we got to do oh, a big scene. Yeah, man, it was huge. So we definitely look forward to that. Amin, thank you for coming on, Ruben. We'll talk to you real soon. All right, my friend? Thank you, guys. All right. Be safe. Go All on. right, you got it. Ruben Iglesias, everybody. Make sure you check him out. We'll be right back after this. right there and then we'll give you a little bit of this 
for them. That's for them not putting the luchadores on on Monday Night Raw. But real quick for the people listeners, you're here. You're at UWC Radio. Don't forget you can check us out on Sundays. We usually run from seven to eight. You know, I always book until eight thirty in case we go over. You know, or some some guests. You know, drop or whatever, or we have to talk about something else. But you know, we're gonna hang till a little before eight today. But for the people listeners, don't forget you gotta check out Paul's photo. Far and away, Paul's Photos is the best store for all your camera needs. Located in the city of Torrance, they have the best prices and professional advice from beginner to pro. Still photos or video, Paul's Photos will take care of all your photo and video needs. Located at 23845 Hawthorne Boulevard in the city of Torrance. You can call Mark at 310-375-7014. And you can always go to paulsphoto.com. Paul's photo, ready, willing, and unable to help you with all your camera and video needs. Don't forget that video. And don't forget, we're we're definitely going to do a live broadcast uh, at Paul's photos before we get before we get the show in for sure. We just want to make sure it's not going to rain on us. We we've made a concerted effort, you know, to to pick up the pace on that live broadcast because uh, the chop trivia was so popular. Where we're doing the the cornhole toss or whatever it's called uh, to 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 give the guests a prize, which nobody wants. just want to see somebody get chopped. So to my friend, Luis Vargas, who's been one of my students for probably 15 years, you know, get that chest ready, man, because we're going to do some chop trivia and get everybody out there. It's really cool. You know, they bring out the, the advanced class for the cameras and they, they do the lighting and, you know, different backgrounds. And it's really cool, man. Got some great pictures. So we're definitely going to do that before. Hopefully we get that show going on April 11th where we're making a concerted effort and really trying hard to make sure that we get that. We want to get that show out there. It's booked and ready to go. Just they got to let us know when to pull the trigger. And of course the people in the VIP section will be yards after contact, which we had, uh, Naomi on not too long ago. So yards after contract, you got to check them out. Printing service, apparel, and of course, the custom cornhole boards. Check them out at yardsaftercontact.com. And you can also check out their Facebook page. Facebook page has some great pictures of the custom cornhole boards. They got the Long Beach one on there. It's really cool. There's a Raiders one. That's really cool. If you're tailgating, take that bad boy. It's going to want to come over to where you're at, man, to check that out for sure. So make sure you check them out. And of course, we have the Custom UWC shirts modeled by our own Manny Pinson. Got to check those out. Those are pretty cool golf shirts, I think they call them, the ones with little three buttons on the top. <laughs> so that's Yards After Contact. Get your custom gear today. Always great to have Ruben on, man, talking a little bit about, you know, what, what's going on and stuff. And I, I, it, I wanted to have him on because I do catch a lot of heat, you know, about that, only because, you know, we, we, there's so many I, – I, the point I'm trying to make is, and Manny can vouch for this too, because he's been around uh, the business. He he stopped for a little while, but he was in the business back with me night, back in, damn, we're talking 95, 96, when we first, when I first started training, he was already in it. And dude, you didn't even, first of all, you didn't even get to work in the ring for at least three to four months before, you know, you had to work on your, your chain wrestling and your holds, and then you get in the ring, and then you start learning the ropes and, and take a bump and stuff like that. So it took, it took a while. So, you know, we've seen the people that are struggling to get there and, you know, not getting paid and squeezing six people into a car, you know, driving four or five hours, you know, to a venue and stuff, and pistol pee falling asleep on the road back from Indio or whatever. So, 
when you when you finally get there and you're making the big money, man, you can buy that nice big house and take care of your family and drive a nice car. It's like, man, you know what? You don't want them to throw it away, man. You know, there's so many people that want to be where you're at, and to throw it away to me, it's just it's it's a waste. It's just a waste. So you know, it, well, uh, let me tell you this: I was working in TJ in Tijuana for for Kissing Carisma, and we're working in a bull pen like a rodeo type of thing or whatever. And I see this dude doing hack squats, man. He's a big buffed out dude. He looked like a rock, like uh, Barney Rubble from the Flintstones. And I'm like, hey, uh, uh, Kiss, who's this dude right here? Whatever. And he goes, oh, that's Pegasus kid, uh, Chris Benoit. And I'm looking at him. I was like, is he in our match? Or is he? No, no, no. He's in the main event. But I'm like, thank God. Because I see this dude that's just like, you know, with just – when we talk about looking like a wrestler, and when you see somebody, when I saw that dude, I said, God dang, that's a wrestler right there, you know, and which, and then, you know, he went on to have his problems, man, you know, so it just, I just, I don't get it, I don't get it, because he struggled too, just like everybody else, so I don't see how somebody can struggle like we do, and then, and then when you hit that big time, you, you know, that's why I work for different companies in the office and booking and stuff like that, because I, I see the guys who are putting the effort into it, and I want to get those guys to shows. I want to get them looked at. I want them to, to. That's why we say when we when we put all the information in for the for the radio show, it it says say a little bit about yourself. And I always put UWC uh, showcasing SoCal's up and coming independent talent because that's what we want to do. That's why we have this show. We want to bring them out. You know, get them that publicity. Look how many people have been texting me and, and messaging me about Gino. You know, hey, man, we want to see this dude. He's got a big mouth. Let's see if he can back it up. And then Ruben, the guy he's been sending it to, you know, get all the talk. Well, let's see if Ruben can put him in his place, you know, and that just gets the people to come and check it out and see what they're all about. So that's why we do it. That's why we're here. That's why we're getting it out there. So just just to let you people know. That's why it's good to have people sponsoring like Paul's Photos and Yards After Contact because they're like, man, we'll we'll get behind you. We'll get, we'll get on your show. We'll get these guys out there and, you know, make, make sure they look good. So we appreciate it. So. Big ups to them, and of course, big ups to Manny Pinson for keeping everything going and making all this possible. You guys have no idea how hard we work behind the scenes. <laughs> we talk a lot about that finished product, but you know, and I feel bad for Manny because I'm like, dude, what time can, can you meet at 8 a.m. on this day or whatever? It's like it's like Sunday, bro, because that's all we have. We all work regular jobs, so we're getting up early and meeting 8 o'clock Sunday morning, you know, to put everything together because that, that's that's how much we love this business and want to get these guys showcased. We want the people to see, you know, hey, man, if you put this kid with this guy, it's going to it's gonna make beautiful music, and you're going to go home happy, and your family's going to want to come back. Your kids are going to want to come back and see these guys go. So for those independent wrestlers that are out there, we will find you. If you're working hard, you're putting the work in, you know, you're 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 doing what's best for the business and, and things of that nature, we will find you and we will book you and we will push you. Okay? So keep that in mind. That's why we have this show. So we appreciate everybody. We're looking forward to next Sunday. We'll have some more guys on here. We'll keep talking about about the business itself. Uh oh, went down a little bit. Oh, sorry about that. Moving some people around. Hold on a second. Almost uh, cut the show off right there. So, anyways, we appreciate it. We'll be right back here next Sunday. We'll be showcasing some more of the SoCal independent talent as well as mixing it with the different people that we bring on because we might mix it up. Just like I said, when we had the all-ladies uh, night uh, a couple Sundays ago, it, the 
the ratings went through the roof, man. So we're going to keep bringing it so that everybody finds out about what we got going on here, and we're just going to keep moving forward. So to our sponsors, a big thank you. And, of course, Manny Pence and the main man behind the scenes getting everything done. We appreciate you, my brother. We'll see everybody here next Sunday.